I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Sequels are the lifeblood that keeps Hollywood chugging along, as any remotely successful film will see studios scrambling to get a follow-up in production as soon as possible. It makes sense, of course. Why roll the dice on a bold new IP when you can make a far safer bet on a name brand that's already been successful? Not every sequel is created equal, but these ones all defied the odds to deliver shockingly entertaining follow-ups that perhaps even ranked among the finest entries in their respective franchises. I'm Jess from What Culture, and here are 10 movie sequels nobody asked for but ended up being awesome. Number 10. Jumanji – Welcome to the Jungle When a new Jumanji movie was first announced, fans of the 95 original groaned, but when it was later confirmed to be a continuity sequel to that movie, they cried foul that it would most likely tarnish the original's legacy. After all, given that Jumanji is one of the late, great Robin Williams' most beloved projects, many were justifiably concerned that Jumanji 2 would cynically milk our nostalgia receptors by digitally resurrecting Williams' Alan Parrish for a cameo, or otherwise undermine everything the 95 film was about. And while audiences were skeptical about Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle right up until its release, it remains one of the most pleasantly surprising blockbusters of the last decade. Shrewdly remixing the Jumanji premise through a star-studded body-swap comedy, Welcome to the Jungle made the most of its cast, especially a sublime Jack Black, while delivering a heap of goofy CGI-soaked fun. Above all else, it provided a small, respectful tribute to Williams' character, but mostly forged ahead on its own with a new story. This resulted in shockingly positive reviews from critics and a wildly unexpected 962.2 million worldwide box office despite facing stiff competition from Star Wars The Last Jedi. A sequel, Jumanji The Next Level, was immediately greenlit and performed to similar levels of success in 2019, leading to active development of a third film. Who could have ever seen this coming? Number 9. Final Destination 5 the fourth entry in the Final Destination franchise was originally intended to be the last, and so was aptly named The Final Destination. Sadly, the film's over-reliance on garish CGI and unimaginative death sequences largely left audiences feeling like the franchise had run its course, and it was truly for the best to end things there. And so, when The Final Destination's box office success caused New Line Cinema to backtrack and announce another sequel, it was hard to be enthused. To make matters worse, the film was briefly retitled Final Destination, before the studio saw some measure of sense. But again, it only amplified the feeling that this would be another soulless cash grab sequel. But Final Destination 5 ended up being shockingly good, and arguably the best since the first. 
Between its creative and nauseatingly violent death scenes and Stephen Quayle's suspenseful direction, it felt like the series got its groove back. The icing on the cake was the introduction of a kill-or-be-killed gimmick in which targeted characters could kill somebody else in order to claim their lifespan. A deliciously unexpected twist ending which brilliantly circled back to the events of the original movie. Yet despite almost quadrupling its $40 million budget, New Line surprisingly didn't rush ahead with another sequel. And only now, an entire decade later, is a sixth film finally in active development. Number 8. Rocky Balboa 1990's Rocky V was such a depressing and sour coda for the franchise that fans couldn't possibly entertain the idea of Sly Stallone dusting Rocky Balboa off for a belated go-around some 15 years later. The initial announcement of a self-titled sixth film was widely mocked by even the series' biggest fans, who'd put the franchise to bed in their minds and felt that Sly getting back into the ring at the age of 60 would likely just reopen old wounds. But at the time, Rocky Balboa was arguably the best of all the Rocky sequels returning to the gritty underdog spirit of the original movie and leaning into Rocky's accelerating age rather than trying to disguise it. And most importantly, it gave Rocky the ending he truly deserved, ditching the awful brain-damaged subplot from Rocky V and allowing the character to bow out with grace and dignity. Of course, Rocky ended up returning for the two Creed movies that followed, but considering the first one netted him a Best Supporting Actor Oscar nomination, it's safe to say it all worked out for the best. Number 7. Jackass 3D in the early 2000s, Jackass was a puerile pop culture phenomenon quite unlike anything else, reveling in a group of likeable doofuses torturing and injuring themselves for our giddy entertainment. The success of the MTV series led to the release of two commercially successful and not critically panned movies in 2002 and 2006 respectively. But by the time a third film was announced for a 2010 release, the sentiment among many was, really? A big issue was that many of the edgy teens who grew up with Jackass had since become adults and grown out of such willfully inane shenanigans. Slapping a 3D gimmick on the usual Jackass tomfoolery didn't stem the feeling that another Jackass movie was one step too far, that it would be a desperate attempt to milk the teat before it dried up entirely. But Jackass 3D wasn't just a good movie, it was the best of the three, with a multitude of stunts and scenarios tailored to take full advantage of the ridiculous 3D presentation, Jackass 3D was howlingly self-aware throughout. And while Johnny Knoxville and his cohorts were no longer young men at this point, their camaraderie remained just as infectiously entertaining as in their prior outings. But that's not the end of the story. Jackass 4 is currently in production for a planned October release. After the team got Jackass 3D so, so right, there's no reason why this 11 years later sequel can't strike gold again. Hopefully Knoxville and co might leave the heavier lifting to the younger cast members though. Number 6. Toy Story 4 Toy Story 3 rounded off Pixar's Gemstone trilogy in such note-perfect fashion that the implication became self-evident. This was the end of Woody and Buzz's big-screen adventures. Fans were left massively miffed then when Pixar announced Toy Story 4 in 2014, many feeling that the film's mere existence would undermine the closure that the third film delivered. The skepticism surrounding Toy Story 4 continued until it finally hit cinemas in 2019 to rave reviews. While most critics and fans alike noted that it felt less necessary than its predecessors, it nevertheless delivered an affecting epilogue for Woody and company while deepening the series' philosophical outlook and introducing one of its best characters to date, Forky. It shouldn't have worked, but it did, and while fans are already hushing up chatter of a possible Toy Story 5, it does admittedly seem silly to bet against Pixar when they've batted 4 for 4 at this point. Number 5. Ouija Origin of Evil 2014's Ouija was, in a word, terrible. 
an almost unfathomably lazy horror film bereft of both basic scares and imagination. Ouija was horribly written, filled with uninteresting characters, and frequently unintentionally comical. But after the film scared up $103.6 million on a mere $8 million budget, a sequel was inevitable, and horror fans were understandably cringing at the thought of Ouija now becoming a mainstream horror franchise. Yet Ouija Origin of Evil is significant for several reasons. First and foremost, it's really more of a soft reboot slash prequel than a typical sequel, though it was designed with the intent of reconfiguring the franchise to effectively be a series of loosely connected standalone movies. Origin of Evil was notably co-written and directed by the great Mike Flanagan, who's of course known for Hush and The Haunting of Hill House immediately making this second movie an instant glow-up from its predecessor. Flanagan's penchant for atmospheric unease and slow-burn chills was met by an immaculate cast, led by the great Elizabeth Rita, to ensure this more character-driven horror flick satisfied in all the ways that the first Ouija didn't. Despite Origin of Evil's success critically and commercially, though, a threequel is yet to materialize. Number 4. Fast Five After the release of the fourth Fast and Furious film, imaginatively titled Fast and Furious, many felt like the franchise had sputtered to a self-parodying halt. Pinballing between the outright absurdity of its CGI-slathered action sequences and the strangely grim solemnness of Letty's death, Fast and the Furious' tone is all over the place and spends far too much time and energy trying to be a real movie. It seemed to suggest that the franchise was all out of ideas, until the decision was made to gear shift the IP into a broader, more ensemble-driven heist series. Between its bigger budget and the introduction of franchise Viagra himself, Dwayne Johnson, Fast Five may have arrived amid relatively low expectations, but scored by far the strongest reviews and box office of the series up to that point. With a greater focus on shamelessly cartoonish set pieces and ridiculous banter while proving vaguely aware of its own trashiness, Fast Five was just the rejuvenation the series was screaming out for. And like that, The Fast and the Furious went from a moderately successful action franchise into a global phenomenon phenomenon, an eventual billion-dollar enterprise. Number 3. Curse of Chucky The Child's Play franchise has been all over the map where quality is concerned, but by the time the fifth film, Seed of Chucky, hit cinemas in 2004, the whiff of desperation surrounding the franchise was unmistakable. As inspired as predecessor Bride of Chucky was, Seed's deference towards humor, both meta and excessively crass, felt like it was trying way too hard, and yet not nearly enough at the same time. It's not without its occasional laughs, but created at the box office, grossing less than half of what what Bride did, effectively killing the original run of movies outright. And so when it took almost an entire decade for the next sequel to emerge, and it was announced for a direct-to-video release, expectations were naturally through the floor. Ironic it is, then, that Curse of Chucky ended up being the best-reviewed of the first six Child's Play movies, lauded for its blackly comedic tone and more agreeably straightforward approach. The kills are excellent throughout, and it ties back to the original films in a clever and unexpected way. What more could you want? The film's surprising success led to the release of an even better received sequel, Cult of Chucky, before the IP was given the big screen reboot treatment, replacing Chucky actor Brad Dourif with Mark Hamill. Number 2. Crank – High Voltage Jason Statham's 2006 action flick Crank was one of the most unique and energetic genre films of its decade. Focused on British hitman Chev Chelios as he attempts to keep his adrenaline flowing in order to prevent a poison from stopping his heart. 
In their directorial debuts, Mark Neveldine and Brian Taylor made the absolute best of the nutty premise, blending off-the-wall humor with brutal violence and one of Statham's most entertaining performances. But considering that Chev appears to die at the end after falling out of a helicopter, eyebrows were raised when a sequel was announced. Many scoffed at the idea that Crank High Voltage would seemingly just rehash the original concept for a quick buck. But when audiences sat down to watch the movie for themselves, which, to add some excitement, wasn't screened for critics, they had no idea the insanity that was lying in wait. This is one of the most ambitious, creative, and unexpected sequels ever made, taking what worked about the original and injecting it with a totally unhealthy dose of mescaline. High Voltage ditches the original's already loose sense of realism with its surreal dream sequences, insane action, and again a wonderfully manic Statham performance. This is a film where Statham and one of his foes end up spontaneously turning into kaijus and smacking the tar out of each other, because why the the hell not. It's a film that knew exactly how to make a most unlikely, potentially lazy sequel seem anything but. It's just a shame that the much-demanded Crank 3D still hasn't materialized. Number 1. Zombieland – Double Tap Now, there was most certainly a time where people actually wanted to see a sequel to 2009's smash hit horror comedy Zombieland, but that time was like 2011 or 2012, right? By the time Zombieland Double Tap was preparing for release in 2019, there was a sentiment among fans of the original that the window of opportunity had passed, and it seemed destined to join the glut of mediocre, belated comedy sequels. It didn't help that all three movies director Ruben Fleischer had helmed post-Zombieland, 30 minutes or less, Gangster Squad and Venom were indifferently received by critics and audiences alike. But Double Tap ended up surprising just about everybody, offering up a reverent, worthy sequel which benefited from its enthusiastic returning cast, some neat cameos, bonkers action, and killer one-liners. It didn't quite match the brilliance of the original, but as 10 years later sequels go, it far surpassed what just about anyone expected. Selling a little? or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.